Welcome, everybody. It is Blue Line Bets, the podcast, NHL postseason edition. I am your host, Jeff Hockman, j8sportsline.com. You can follow me on Twitter at j8sportsline. We finished the NHL regular season ranked number two in win percentage at the Sports Monitor of Oklahoma. We have four quarterfinal NHL matchups to preview, give you my selection to win each series, who I like in game one. We're going to come back on Tuesday, do it all over again. Four more quarterfinal matchups in the NHL playoffs. Before we get started, please like, rate, share, tell your friends, subscribe to Blue Line Bets Podcast, get notified immediately after a new episode has been released. Our first matchup we're going to take a look at Monday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, New York Islanders at Carolina Hurricanes, PNC Arena. The series price, Carolina's minus 190, take back on the Islanders plus 160. The game one line, Carolina's minus 165. The total is five and a half under minus 130. It was yet another strong season for the Carolina Hurricanes. They struggled down the stretch after losing forward Andrei Shevchnikov, but still managed to put up a very strong 52-21-9 record, 34-48 against the spread, net profit minus $1,352. The Islanders finished with a top 10 defense in terms of goals allowed. However, they have a negative shot differential, and these teams normally do not perform well in the NHL postseason. Teams that have a negative shot differential, negative goal differential, or a losing road record. The Islanders finished the regular season 42-31-9, 41-41 against the puck line. Their net profit was minus $403. Carolina is by far the more talented team. Just look at the advanced metrics. Carolina owns a plus 720 shot differential. The Islanders are minus 20. Goal differential, Carolina's plus 52. The Islanders are plus 25. Carolina ranks number three in shots for The Islanders rank 19th. Carolina ranks number one in shots against. The Islanders rank 15th. Both teams are solid winning faceoffs. Carolina ranks 5th in faceoff win percentage. The Islanders rank 10th. Both teams very disciplined. They don't commit a lot of penalties. It's one of the reasons why the total is 5.5. There's not going to be many power play opportunities. The Islanders have committed the ninth fewest penalty minutes in all of hockey this season, 656. Carolina, the third fewest, 614 penalty minutes. 
Carolina ranks 20th on the power play. The Islanders rank 30th. Both teams have an outstanding penalty kill. Carolina ranks 2nd in penalty kill percentage. The Islanders rank 9th. I would give the edge in goal slightly to the New York Islanders. Sorokin, he's really good. Carolina has a great duo of their own. Frederick Anderson and Anti Ratna. They're both solid as they come. The Islanders have a 17, 18, and 6 road record. The Islanders 25, 13, and 3 at home. Carolina can win on the road or at home. Carolina at home, 28, 10, and 3. The Hurricanes, when they take to the road, 24, 11, and 6. So the Islanders have a losing road record and a minus shot differential. That's not a good combination going up against a juggernaut like the Carolina Hurricanes. Looking how these teams performed against each other in the regular season, Carolina went 3-1 versus New York, outshooting the Islanders in three of the four matchups. The road team went 3-1. There were two overs, two unders. All four totals were set at 5.5 goals. Carolina is well coached. They come out on fire. The last five seasons, Carolina's 5-0 in their first game of the opening round in the NHL playoffs. My two selections, I like Carolina to win the series at minus 190. And let's play Islanders Hurricanes over five and a half goals plus 115. Correction, the over is five and doe. Last five opening playoff games for the Carolina Hurricanes over the last five seasons. Both selections are likes. What tends to happen in these first games of the NHL playoffs, there tends to be more penalties and then teams adjust after the first game and game twos are usually lower scoring. But most of the game ones in the NHL playoffs tend to be higher scoring. But the odds makers stick to their guns. They're staying at five and a half. They're begging you to play the under. Don't do it. We're going to play the over at five and a half. Our next matchup, Florida Panthers at Boston Bruins from TD Garden. The game starts at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. The series price, Boston's minus 320. Take back on Florida, plus 250. The game one line, Boston's minus 230. The total is six and a half under 120. Boston finished with a record-setting 65 wins, 135 points. I mean, you look at their record on paper, and it looks like a mistake. Boston finished the regular season 65, 12, and 5. 
The five represents two overtime losses, three shootout losses. Boston went 46 and 36 against the spread. Net profit plus $1,407. Panthers barely made the playoffs, edging out the Penguins for the second wild card spot in the Eastern Conference. Florida is more likely to upset Boston than Pittsburgh would have. That is for sure. The Panthers ended the regular season 42-32-8, and a far cry from last year's team. This squad had a lot of turnover over the offseason. Florida went 34-48 against the spread, minus 965. It's going to be very tough for the Panthers. Bruins can win any type of game, 2-1, 6-5. It doesn't really matter. You look at the advanced metrics, Florida owns a plus 416 shot differential. Boston's plus 256. Boston plus 127 goal differential. Florida's plus 16. Florida ranks number one in shots four. Boston ranks eighth. There is a big discrepancy in shots against. Boston ranks eighth. Florida ranks 22nd. Big discrepancy in face-off win percentage. Boston ranks second. Florida ranks 21st. Florida has committed the second most penalty minutes, 998. Boston has committed the eighth most, 861. However, there's a big difference in special teams. Penalty kill percentage, Florida ranks 23rd. Boston ranks number one. Boston owns the 12th best power play percentage. Florida ranks 10th. I don't think this is going to be a cakewalk for Boston. Florida will put up a fight. Teams split four meetings in the regular season, each team winning at home. The over went 4-0. The total was set at 6.5 three times. The other time, it was set at 6. The home team is 7-0 last seven meetings. Florida outshot Boston in the four games, 148-139. to Two selections. I like Boston to win the series at minus 320. And I'm going to lean Florida-Boston under 6.5 goals, minus 120 in game one. We have two games remaining, and we're going to handicap those two games after this brief timeout. Our next quarterfinal matchup, we have the Minnesota Wild at the Dallas Stars from American Airlines Center. The game will start at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. The series price, Dallas is minus 145. Take back plus 125 on the Minnesota Wild. The game one line, Dallas is minus 135. The total is five and a half under 120. The Stars are much improved from last year's squad that got 
ousted by the Calgary Flames in an epic seven-game first-round series. The problem with the Dallas Stars last season, they made the playoffs despite a negative goal differential. And those teams do not perform well in the postseason. Dallas finished the regular season 47 21 and 14, 45 and 37 against the spread. Their net profit plus $1,624. Minnesota, 46, 25 and 11, 36 and 46 against the spread, minus 620. The Wild are nicked up. They got cluster injuries at center. Joel Erickson Eck is out. He had 61 points in 78 games this season. The Wilds' defense is shaky, except for the two goalies, Gustafson and Mark Andre Fleury, the veteran. The Stars sport an excellent goalie, Jake Odinger. He had a 2.37 goals against average. 0.919 save percentage in 62 games. Dallas has a potent offense as well. Jason Robertson, Joe Pavletsky, and Rupi Hintz. Stars get Jamie Ben back, who had 78 points in 82 games. I think the Dallas Stars are by far the more talented and hungry team. Look at the advanced metrics, and it certainly favors the Dallas Stars. Dallas plus 165 shot differential. Minnesota minus 17. Dallas plus 66 goal differential. Minnesota's plus 20. Dallas ranks 14th in shots for. Minnesota ranks 18th. Dallas ranks 9th in shots against. Minnesota ranks 17th. And you probably know by listening to this podcast, Dallas ranks number 1 in face-off win percentage. Minnesota has struggled all season long winning face-offs. The Wild rank 26th. Big discrepancy in penalty minutes committed. Minnesota has committed the 7th most 925. Dallas has committed the sixth fewest, 637. Minnesota ranks 15th on the power play. Dallas ranks 5th. Dallas ranks 3rd in penalty kill percentage. Minnesota ranks 10th. These two teams split four games in the regular season. Each team won in a shootout. Shots favored Dallas, 145 to 126. The under went 3-1. Minnesota, 4-3, playing with three or more days of rest. Dallas went 4-1. So I think we're getting some really good value here on the Dallas Stars. I made Dallas for the series minus 160. And in game one... I made them minus 150. Two selections in this matchup. 
Let's play the Dallas Stars in the series, currently minus 145. And I like the Dallas Stars in game one, minus 135. Don't be surprised if this line doesn't close closer to minus 160. Final matchup on Monday night in the NHL playoffs. Should be a good one, and I think it's going to go six or seven games. LA Kings at Edmonton Oilers, 10 p.m. Eastern from Rogers Place. The series price, Edmonton's minus 220. We'll take back plus 180 on the LA Kings. The game one line, Edmonton's minus 190. The total is six and a half flat. No team is hotter than the Edmonton Oilers. They have won nine straight and 14 of their past 15. Have they peaked too early? Edmonton ended the regular season 50, 23, and 9, 46 and 36 against the spread, plus $1,436. LA Kings, 47. 25 and 10, 46 and 36 against the puck line, plus $1,038. LA Kings should be motivated. These two teams met in the first round last season with the Edmonton Oilers advancing. Look at the advanced metrics, and the LA Kings certainly have a good chance to pull off the upset for this series. LA owns a plus 369 shot differential. Edmonton's plus 182. Edmonton owns a plus 69 goal differential. LA's plus 20. Edmonton ranks sixth in shots four. LA ranks 10th. The LA Kings rank fourth in shots against. Edmonton ranks 18th. LA ranks third in faceoff win percentage. Edmonton right about league average. The Oilers are ranked 15th in faceoff win percentage. Both teams right around league average in penalty minutes. LA ranks 16th, 703. Edmonton ranks 18th, 706. Power play, both teams are really good. That's one of the reasons why the total is six and a half. LA ranks fourth in power play percentage. Edmonton ranks number one. Both teams have a not so good penalty kill unit. LA ranks 24th. Edmonton ranks 20th. Teams split four meetings in the regular season. L.A. outshot the Oilers in three of the four matchups, 134 to 124. The under went three and one. All four matchups were set at six and a half goals. The under went four and two when these teams met in last year's playoffs. Over the past 10 meetings, no team has won more than two in a row. LA won the first two matchups this season. Edmonton has since won the past two. 
these teams are more evenly matched than the series price suggests. LA 4-1 playing with three or more days rest this season. Edmonton went 3-2. I think the series price is a little too high. I like the value on the LA Kings. I do expect this series to go six or seven games. Would not shock me if Edmonton won this series. But I got to pick at least one or two underdogs. The favorite is not going to win every single series in the opening round. Two selections in this matchup. I like the LA Kings to win the series at plus 180. And I'm going to lean LA Edmonton over six and a half goals, minus 110, in game one. That's going to put a wraps on Blue Line Bets podcast NHL postseason edition next podcast Tuesday four more quarterfinal matchups to handicap and find some winners for you as always I do appreciate your support thanks for tuning in good luck and stay safe everybody